0: the title of this message, the command, and all in some translations, it is the charge. Either word is sufficient to oppose false teaching. That's a command from God by the Ruach. Because Yeshua said, I am the way, the truth, and life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. There have been many impostors. Hasatan likes to come and deceive and speak half-truths so that people will follow after these half-truths and be deceived. And when you contemplate the days and the times that we're living today, there's a lot of deception going on. It's like we cannot even trust our government to tell us the truth anymore or any news broadcast in any shape or form. But know this. This word, and those of you who are on the podcast that cannot see what I'm lifting up right now, I'm lifting up a copy of the Bible. This word will go forth and fulfill the will of the Father and will not return void. And so how are we to interpret the times that we live right now but by the only thing that we can put our trust in? That's not in a man or a woman. That's not in a religion. But that's literally in the word of God. And so here we have. The apostle Shaul. The apostle Paul. Writing and encouraging. A young rabbi teacher. In what he must do. Not. To to go and just give a little bit, give and take, but what he must proclaim as the true word of God. And those around him who are not proclaiming the word of God in all its purity, but are adding or taking away, he's to rebuke them and command them to stop doing what they're doing because the same one Hasatan who's leading them astray is enabling them now to lead others astray that has never been the will of the father God has never wanted us to walk in fear not knowing what his plans are And it's amazing when you stop and think about the body of Messiah how many messages are given Dealing with prophecy. How are God's people to know how to walk and honor God if they do not know what the prophets of the Old Testament, the Tanakh, spoke? And what the apostles of the Brit Hadashah, the New Testament, Confirmed. So all the things that we see, the suras and all these things, this deception is going on around us right now. There are a lot of voices. There's a lot of opinions out there. But what does the word of God say? Let's examine that. 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 1. From Shaul, an emissary of Messiah Yeshua, by command of God, our deliverer, And the Messiah Yeshua, our hope. We have learned not to hope in politics. We have learned not to hope in our government. But where is our hope? Not in our religion, but our hope is in one individual who never changes who's prayed the price for us to be redeemed. He didn't have to. But through the love of the Father, through the Son, by the equipping and empowering of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, Yeshua has become our hope. And that's why, as Corey Ten said in her book, Tramp for the Lord, I've learned to carry the things of this earth in my hands. Not gripping onto them. But having them fully open. For the one who I place my hope in. Could either add or remove from them at any time. This earth is not our permanent home. Our permanent home is in the presence of the living God. God. And that's right now, why right now there's stirring going on in our hearts and minds. Because we want to get out of here. We want to be in the literal presence of Yeshua, God the Father, and the Ruach, and those souls and spirits who have laid down their lives and now they're in the presence of the Lord. There's a longing within us. And that is our hope. And when our hope comes and when he appears, all the cares of the world are going to be laid aside. And our full focus is going to be upon him. So where should our focus be today? But on our hope, who is Messiah Yeshua, our Deliverer. Delivering us from what? This world full of sin. Continue in verse number two. To Timothy, my true son, because of your trust, some translations say, say because of your faith. Both words are interchangeable. Grace, mercy, and shalom from the God and Father and the Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord. So is there peace in this world? Not really. Where does true shalom exist? Wherever the Spirit of the living God dwells. And where is the Spirit of the living God dwelling right now? In every born-again believer, from every tribe, from every tongue, from every nation. For you are called the temples of the Most High God. That are currently dwelling upon this earth full of sin. So where's your happy place? In the presence of the Lord. And there are not times during the week where we get so discouraged by what's going on, by what we hear and see, and we need to shut those things off. Step back and ask the Ruach, the Spirit of the living God, to manifest Himself within our Individual temples. You know what happened last night at sundown? The feast, the celebration of Hanukkah ended. But the Spirit of the Living God still dwells within His temples, His people. And what was the time of that remembrance? A time of rededicating yourself. To your heavenly father. Through his son. And letting the light. Of not how wonderful you are. But the light. Of he who dwells within you. The Ruach HaKodesh. The one that Yeshua said. I'm going to give to you a comforter. Don't be concerned. I must leave you. But I will send to you. The comforter. Who will do what? He will lead you into all truth. We're living in a time of deception. So where do we need to go? The word of God. And listening to what our good shepherd is speaking to our hearts. And also to listen to the still small voice of the Rock the Holy Spirit. Let's continue. As I counseled you when I was leaving for Macedonia to stay on in Ephesus so that you may order or command certain people who are teaching a different, a false doctrine. Is he simply to tell them to be silent? It's not your turn to speak. No, he's commanded and ordered to tell them to do what? Stop it. Those of you who have been blessed with children, or maybe nieces and nephews, they're so caught up in their play, they don't see what's going on. And you see danger arise. Maybe it's a neighbor's dog that's got off the chain. And it's making a beeline towards them. Maybe it's the ball that they were playing with starts rolling out into the street. And you see the car coming. And you can't run up and grab them because there's not enough time. The only words you can say to them is this. Stop. continuing have them stop devoting their attention to what to myths and never-ending genealogies these divert people to what controversially speculating instead of doing god's work which requires trust that is faith you know on the on the internet right now you can go on there and they'll sell you anything about the last days. And there are people who are being bottle-fed by these false prophets and apostles about these last days. And remember, I said bottle-fed there. Because to be honest, isn't it a lot easier to cheat at school from the boy or girl that actually does their homework so you can pass the class and get a decent grade than to actually roll up your sleeves. Set a time your playtime. You know, there's a lot of people right now who are getting all their news through TikTok. They're not attending a local congregation And although there's some that need to and have to online, but it's best to be in a local congregation. And so with this, these individuals who are lazy, who are cheating themselves. Why? Because one day, you may be able to fake out the teacher on the pop quiz because you're looking over that at your neighbor there and looking at what their answers are. But eventually there's going to be a final test, is there not? And for all eternity, there's going to be a final test. Yeshua said, this is a markings of one who follows after me, my true disciple." you know what that was? We're in a keep on to eat? No. Keeping the feasts of the Lord? No. It was doing the will of the Father who has sent me. So if Yeshua occupied his time here on earth just doing what the Father told him to do, and he's our example, What are you and I supposed to be doing now? Doing what the Father has asked us to do. Okay, Rabbi Frank, I'll go on the internet and find out what that is. No, you're to be in God's word for yourselves. Rightly divining the word of truth, because one day you and I are going to have to give an account. How we honored the will of the Father. And I know there are times when we don't have the opportunity to literally read the Word of God. And if, and if you have it electronically, that's great. But just to let you know, Hasatom wants to bring deception there. He is using AI as we now speak to rewrite the Bible and commentaries and a lot of books. And people who are so tapped into the internet and TikTok are going to be easily led astray. Just this past year in Germany, an AI female pastor shared a message. That's the wave of the future. That's why it's so important for us to know God's word and to know what is true and what is false. You know what they say about an individual that they were training them to read counterfeit money? And I know this is an old illustration, but you know what some of the old illustrations are some of the better ones? They had boxes and boxes of counterfeit money. Those that they were training in to identify whether something was counterfeit or not did not have them meditate on these boxes and boxes of paper money. But what they have them focus on the authentic what was real? And if so, if you and I are not being allowing our minds to be immersed in God's word and listening to what the spirit of the living God is saying and listening to what Yeshua is speaking to us directly, I would hate to hear those words someday. Depart from me, Rabbi Frank, for I never knew you. That puts a chill up and down my spine. Let's continue. Verse 5, the purpose, the goal of this order, this command is to promote love from what? A clean heart and from a good conscience. From sincere trust and faith. Some by aiming amiss. In other words, that's departing from these true words, true doctrines, true teachings have wandered off into fruitless discussion. Have you ever met someone on the street and you were proclaiming the good news to them? But they just want to start arguing about this one type of detail or about what so-and-so did to me in the past, or I heard this fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh from somebody else? And they keep you for a long time. And you can't get a word in edgewise. I've experienced this in the past when I was a younger person going out and sharing the good news on the street. I'd be so captivated in getting into that debate and then apologizing for what this other believer had supposedly done to this person that's been passed on seven times over. that I got off what the focus was. I was misled. Because what was the focus and the goal? To share the good news with individuals. See how deceptive Satan can be? See how deceptive false teachers can be? They speak half-truths. And they lead us astray. And Satan. Receives the victory. Continuing. They want to be teachers. Of the Torah. That's these false teachers. They want to ride on other people's coattails. They will quote. Teachings. Or literally sermons from other individuals. And then they all slip in. Falsehoods. And misleading things. So verse number seven. They want to be teachers of the Torah. But they understand neither their own words. Nor matter about which they make Emphatic pronouncements, or in other words, what they so confidently affirm as being true. We know that the Torah is good, provided one uses it in the way that Torah itself intends. You know that Orthodox Judaism and Reform Judaism... And conservative Judaism is not using Torah as Torah was intended because they have circumvented the blood atonement. And where there's no blood atonement, there cannot be the forgiveness of sins. Rabbi Frank, they're going to come after you. So what? Are we not to speak the truth? Yeshua in his day spoke directly to them and said this, you believe you follow the Torah and you honor it with your lives. But the one who speaks to you now Is a fulfillment of Torah. And that's not Rabbi Frank speaking about himself, but that's Yeshua himself. All of Torah, all of the Old Testament points to one individual. And it's not God the Father, it's not the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. That one individual is Yeshua, the Messiah. He's the one who gave the Torah to Moshe, Moses. And think about that. These teachers of the law, teachers of the Torah, they thought they had something over. This itinerant rabbi from of all places, Galilee, are you kidding? Has anything good come ever come out of Galilee? But he is literal Torah, the only way to the Father. He did not mince words. He called them out and told them that their operation of fulfilling Torah would not lead them to salvation. And think about just for one second about that. Who's proclaiming that to them? But the literal one whose name Yeshua means he shall save his people. But they did not recognize him or see him for who he was. And so there are now a lot of Christian people who are part of the body of Messiah and they're being taught by rabbis who do not teach about the blood atonement being through Yeshua. So everything they teach does not lead to salvation because they cannot recognize who salvation is. And so there are a lot of born-again believers who are part of the body of Messiah on a yearly basis, reject Yeshua, Jesus, their salvation, and they convert to Judaism. What did Yeshua say? If you deny me before men, then one day I will deny you before my Father. See how the deception is there? the misleading. So be careful. Allow the Spirit of the living God to speak to your hearts. Don't just take what Rabbi Frank is sharing today. Let's continue. We know that Torah, the law, is good provided one uses it the way the Torah itself intends. We are where the Torah is not for a person who is righteous, but for people who are heedless. In other words, they deny its existence or say, that's not part of my life. We are aware the Torah is not for a person who is righteous, but for people who are heedless of Torah, rebellious, ungodly, sinful, wicked, worldly, for people who kill their fathers and mothers for murderers, under verse number 10. Sexually immoral, both heterosexual and homosexual, slave dealers, liars, prejurors, and anyone who acts contrary to the sound teaching doctrine. And what is that sound teaching and doctrine? Simplified. Yeshua is the way, truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. If anything is added or taken away from that statement, if you're not putting your trust in Yeshua and Him alone, then you're rejecting your salvation. You're rejecting that person, your relationship with Yeshua. You know there are many part of the body of Messiah from the nations that are trying to follow some sort of man's tradition, can talk a way of doing things in their hearts and minds, so now they can become Sado Torah observant. They think they're more spiritual by following after the feasts of the Lord. Rabbi, please don't go down that path. If Yeshua is not the center of your life, the feasts of the Lord are types and shadows pointing to him. If he's not the center, what difference is that from any other religious practice? If you're not honoring the Lord. You do not get. Extra spiritual merits. By observing the feasts of the Lord. Rabbi. Why are you going down this path? Because there are brothers and sisters. In Messiah who are walking down that road of deception. That leads. Eventually. Eventually if they're not careful to denying Yeshua, Jesus, and his salvation, and then they join the Orthodox, the Reformed, or conservative Judaism. (coughs) That's a reality. In this message later, we'll be going into detail about this. For those of you who are wondering about what direction Rabbi Frank's going to go, in Acts chapter 15 it says there that God gave those apostles who were and are Jewish in Jerusalem the requirements for those who were grafted into the commonwealth of Israel. So I encourage you to read chapter 15 Acts because I know some people right now, they're going to be very, very upset with this message. Let's continue. Verse 11. Sound teaching and doctrine that accords, confirms (laughs) with the good news of the glorious, blessed God. This good news was now entrusted to me. And who's speaking here but Rav Shaul. Who's he speaking directly to but Timothy, his son, according to the Spirit. This was not his biological son. And so here's Rav Shaul, the Apostle Paul, sharing it with Timothy. And this was not supposed to be just a personal letter, but this was to be read by those in Ephesus and later copied and sent out to the Messianic community. In all the nations. And this is what he wrote in verse 12. And I thank the one who has given me strength. The Messiah Yeshua. This past week when you were down. And you are ready to throw in the towel. You just wanted to get away from the world. Just escape. What did you turn to? Hallmark? They got a lot of great Christmas movies going on right now. Did you escape to TikTok? Or the internet? Or did you go before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm weak? Will you now strengthen me? Hear these words again. And I thank the one who's given me strength, the Messiah Yeshua, our Lord, that he considered me, what, trustworthy enough to put me into his service, into his ministry. You know that every man, woman, and child, once you become a born-again believer, God has drafted you And he's about to train you to empower and equip you so that you can do ministry and proclaim the good news. The Great Commission is for everyone, not just people who are clergy or elders or or deacons. We're to go out and make what? Talmudim disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Ruach HaKodesh. And one day we're going to have to give an account. Did we fulfill the Father's will? Let's continue here. Verse 13, even though I used to be a man who what? Blasphemed. Wait a second. The apostle Paul was a blasphemer according to his own testimony who he was speaking not under his own authority but by the authority and the commission, the empowering and equipping of the Ruach HaKodesh. Talk about being transparent. There's it right here. Even though I used to be a man who blasphemed and persecuted and was what? Arrogant. But I received mercy because I acted in what? Unbelief. Not understanding what I was doing. So now when you encounter somebody... Who does not know the Lord and all of a sudden blasphemy comes out of their mouth and all of a sudden they begin to persecute you and also their arrogance don't blame them why? because they're operating under unbelief that's why years later when Rav Shoul was brought before his own people And they blasphemed God. And when they persecuted him, and when they were arrogant, he could look at them with love and compassion in his heart. In the depths of his heart, he would confess this before the Lord. But for the grace of God, that is what I was. And I see potential in these people, my brothers, my sisters, who I'm willing for me to be accursed, for me to lose my own salvation, in that they would come to know Messiah. Yeshua said, pick up your execution stake. You must be able to count the cost. Are you willing to lay down your little life to lose your reputation so that Yeshua will be glorified so that he can draw all people unto himself? Are you willing to be poured out for your heavenly father's glory? See, our father does not play games. And he doesn't want us to play games continuing I acted in unbelief not understanding what I was doing our Lord's grace and who's the Lord here but Yeshua overflowed to me with trust and love that came through the Messiah Yeshua remember Yeshua's words to Saul of Tarsus on the way to Damascus he said why Saul are you persecuting me? So remember this. And it's no fun to be around somebody who blasphemes or is persecuting you or is arrogant. Know this. Then when you're experiencing that, what is Yeshua experiencing? He takes it to heart. Remember what he said on the execution stake? Father forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. They were all walking in unbelief. Let's continue here. So here is a statement you can trust, one that fully deserves to be accepted. The Messiah came into the world to do what to save sinners. Remember those righteous Pharisees and scribes that came before Yeshua? And they were condemning him for what he did. He was healing the sick, raising the dead. And he said, those who are sick need a physician. Who's the greatest physician but Yeshua himself? Let us continue here. Verse 16. But this is precisely why I receive mercy. So that in me as the number one sinner... Is he lying? Not in his account. Continuing. Yeshua the Messiah might demonstrate how very patient he, and who's the he here but Yeshua, is an example to those who would later come to trust in him. In Rav Shaul? No, Yeshua. It's all about Yeshua. And thereby have What? the greatest prize ever given by God the Father through his son Yeshua, by through the equipping of the Ruach HaKodesh. And what is that? Eternal life. What's the opposite? Being eternally separated from God the Father who loves you, sent his own son to die on your behalf, and we reject that free gift. Why? Because we were blasphemers, we were arrogant, and we were walking in unbelief. God desires us to show the same courtesy to others, to have the heart, the compassion for others, to see them as the Father sees them. Then I believe this, you will never see another human being on the face of this earth, even someone Who is part of Hamas? Rabbi, don't say that word. Yeshua died for those who are walking arrogant, blaspheming the one true God, and are walking in unbelief. Rabbi, you cross that line. Think of it from the Father's perspective. God is sending no one to hell. We as individuals choose to go there by rejecting the gift. Let's continue here. Verse 17. So to the king eternal, imperishable, invisible, the only God there is is to be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Then he gets back to the command in verse 18. This charge and commands, son Timothy, I put to you in keeping what the prophecies already made about you, so that by these prophecies you might do what? Fight the good fight. And what is the weapons of warfare? But prayer and intercession. We're to fight with the giftings of the spirit of the living God. We're to make a stand. Verse 19, armed with trust and a good conscience. By rejecting conscience, some have made shipwreck their trust, their faith. He's not speaking about unbelievers there. He's speaking about believers. Why? Why? Because it got so much into all these false teachings and doctrines. See, in Rav Shaul's day, in Timothy's day, there wasn't TikTok. There wasn't the internet. So the deception now has been multiplied. And who's pulling the strings there? Who's behind all this? Hasatam, why? Because he knows his time is short. And he wants to take as many men, women, and children, even Arabic men, women, and children, every tribe, every tongue, every nation, along with him to the lake of fire. The literal image of God. That's what you and I are. Every man, woman, and children, child, we're creating an image likeness of God. Continuing here, verse 19. Armed with trust and a good conscience, by rejecting conscience, some have made shipwreck their trust, their faith. Among them are, wait a minute, um, Rav Shaul, don't disclose, that's politically incorrect. Hymenas and Alexander. I, who's speaking here? Rav Shaul, the apostle Paul. I have turned them over to whom? The adversary. Wait a second. Rav Shaul, whose team are you on? Are you going to turn these two individuals over to Hasatan? You have that authority? According to scripture, he has that authority. So they will learn not to insult God. Has the Lord, through the time that you come to know him, has he ever brought you into the woodshed? See, the discipline of the Lord, and just to give you some insights, and we'll close very, very soon. Basically, that was telling Reporting to the congregation in Ephesus that these two individuals, when they show up, Timothy, you're to walk up to them and speak to them, you're no longer welcome here. Um, Shamashin, deacons, close the door. They were to be set outside, just like someone who had leprosy in the old covenant. There were to be what set outside the camp. They were not to be in the commonwealth. They were to be set outside so they would learn from their errors. What was the hope? That they would come to repentance and they would stop misleading and blaspheming and insulting God. There are now congregations where if you're a homosexual male, And a lesbian female, Rabbi, don't go there. They're going to put you in jail. I'm not afraid. And they're ordaining them and allowing them to marry people of the same sex. If Rob Shaul was here today, he'd be walking up to those congregations and turning those individuals over to Hasatan so that they can repent. It's not the laws of the land. It's God's law, his Torah that we follow. Praise be unto God.